All right, I'm going to say God bless everybody. Hallelujah. And aren't you all glad we're friends of God? Hallelujah. <laughs> you can't look all over everywhere. <laughs> it's a scripture that says something about he's closer than a friend. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Ain't nobody greater. You know why God is such a great friend? <laughs> you ain't going to find no, no greater. Ain't too many. Oh. There's too many, there's not too many folks you're going to meet that will die for you. Come on. <laughs> That's what makes him a great friend. Amen. Amen. We don't have, I mean, that's a, that's a friend indeed. Amen. Amen. And not only will he die for you, but he will die for your mess. <laughs> He's not dying for you because you're good, you was, you're a friend, he want to protect you. and all of That's true, too. But in all your mess, he'll still give his life for you. That's a friend. Ain't nobody greater than that. <laughs> Amen. It's just not. You all may be seated. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. I got to get used to this new microphone I got that's just working. Amen. Can everybody hear me good? Everybody hear me okay? Oh, great, 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 great. I thank God for all of you all. Amen. Amen. I speak a blessing over all of you all before we even get going. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. You all pressed your way to get here. Yes. Amen. Yes. And uh, so God is so good and everybody on Zoom as well. Yes. Amen. You made it your business. You're here. You're on time. Yes. Amen. Yes. And your heart is prepared to receive. I pray that in Jesus' name. Yes. That he prepare your hearts to receive this word. Lord, I thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you said when it goes out, it won't return to you void. It has to do what you say it's going to do. Yes. Thank you for that, Lord. And thank you for your grace and mercy that you extend to us on a daily basis. If you missed it yesterday, it's okay. He got some new, fresh grace and mercy for you today. Yes. Amen. Amen. Just keep coming. Amen. Keep trusting God. Keep loving him. Amen. No matter what you do or how you miss it, always tell God, look, Lord, you got you to, gotta, I need you. I need you. Yeah. And it will get better. It will get better. Just keep, be faithful. Amen. Amen. I can teach you anything. Just be faithful to God. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, and the, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be, 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 um, Sufficient in your sight today, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Have your way with your servant today. As I decrease, Lord, you increase. Prepare all their hearts, Lord, to receive this ungrafted word that can save their soul, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give you the glory and the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. How many of you all know that numbers in the Bible are really important? Amen. And so today, that's what I want to talk about, numbers. You all know that when, when Jesus walked this earth, they were speaking Greek and Hebrew, right? And Hebrew, every Hebrew letter is associated with a number. Amen. That's how important numbers are real important to God. And today we're going to talk about the number six. Amen. Yeah. 
The number six, saying to God, is the number of man. That's right. Amen. Because we were, we were created on the, on the sixth day. Yes. Amen. Also, the sixth, six is the number of the completion of the physical world. On day seven, what did he do? He rested. Okay, so six was the number of the completion of the physical world or creation itself. On the sixth day, the world was created in six days. Say amen to that. So six is connected to physicality and to the completeness of the physical and the material nature of creation. Uh, and that's where we're going with this today. Amen. So let's look at the very beginning, starting with day six. We're going to start with that. Amen. So if you all will follow me, go to Genesis chapter one. And we're going to start at verse 24. See what you're going to do today, Cam. Are you got it up there already? Amen. Boy. Them <laughs> prayers. <laughs> Praise God. Thank God for you. I really do. And I miss you too. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 24. It says, and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind. Yes. Cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind, and it was so. Well. That's why all we need is a word with, from God. Amen. Because once he say, let something happen, it's yeah. so. Uh -huh. <laughs> all you want him to do is say, let something happen in your life. Yeah. It's so. Amen. Amen. So God called the living creatures forth in the earth and, 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 and uh, to produce after their own kind. Right? Is that what the scripture said? So whatever the creature is, it should be reproducing the same thing. Right? Chickens don't reproduce frogs. Everything reproduces after its own kind, saith the Lord. Amen. <laughs> and God is consistent. He know how it goes, saints. He spoke it into existence. Amen. Look at verse 25. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind. And everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. Say it was good, saints. After everything God created, he said it's good. Amen. Look at verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. I want you all to see this contrast right here. Because when God made all the other creations, he said, let the waters bring forth. We didn't read that part, but he said, let the earth bring forth. But now he says, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So this supports the triunity of God. Amen. But it's just one God. Elohim, right? We, we, we went through that one, right? But man is the only one made in the image of God. Amen. And so what do we reproduce? We reproduce images of God. We was made in his image. Everything else reproduces after its own kind. Man reproduces after the image of God. Only man, saint to God, has the capacity for eternal life. Amen. 
Only us. Fellowship. Moral discernment. Amen. Self-consciousness. Amen. Speech and worship. That, that, that's what we have, saints. See, man is a living being capable of embodying God's communica communicable attributes. That's what we are, because we were made in his image and likeness. Amen? That's why Satan hates us. <laughs> I got to show y'all this. He doesn't want to support man with women, because they reproduce images that look like God. <laughs> Satan don't want to see another image that look like God. He don't want to have nothing to do with God. So what does he do? He attacks gender. You see that? Oh, it's a full blast attack going on right now. He attacks babies. Amen. He never wants that image to grow or mature. So he attacks them when they're little babies. Best thing you can do is sit your babies under the word. Amen. Even though they're playing and they're doing things, they're hearing what's going forth. Amen. And it's counter acting or, or, or combating the stuff that's not true. Amen. Because they're like, wait a minute, er, that, that ain't right. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's why we know this, this homosexual thing is going on. It's satanic. It's anti-Christ. Amen. It's anti-creation. That's what makes it wrong. They say, well, y'all see God is love. He is love. We're not saying we don't love you. Amen. But we're saying that's wrong because you can't create images that look like God in that relationship. Amen. It's the devil. It's anti-creation. If everybody did it in 100 years, we'll all be gone. We couldn't reproduce. Oh, they don't want to hear this truth. We were made in his image, and it's so much confusion of that. Uh, it's so much confirmation, I should say, of that. Amen? We're going to look at some. Let's, let's look at this. Look at Genesis chapter 9 and verse 6. God said, let us make man in our image, yes. after our likeness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Let's, let's, see, let's confirm that. The Bible confirmed itself. You all know that? Yes. Look at Genesis 9 and verse 6. It says, Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. Well. <laughs> For in the image of God made he man. Yeah. How did he make us? In his image. It's confirmation. We were made in God's image. Amen. But let me, I'm not going to scroll through that. Let me, let me, let me read that again. It says, Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. This is just confirms. The, 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 the word of God as far as you sowing, sowing and reaping. That's right. So you out there shedding all that blood, you out there shooting, you out there doing all of that. The word says, God says, whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. So if you, if you out there shooting up and killing, some man is going to shoot up and kill you. He can't lie. The word is not going to return void. Amen. Oh, thank you. Let's, let's get some more proof we was made in his image. Turn real quick to Romans chapter 8. And I want you to look at verse 29. It says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. Yes. 
<laughs> that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So he foreknew us, saints. Say amen to that. He created us wanting babies to look like him. Huh? Made it his image and likeness. And he already had determined we were going to be conformed to the image of his son. Jesus. Himself. Which was going to be conformed to that. Oh, y'all know the saying, right? Like father, like son. Amen. That's how they go. Oh, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 30. It says, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. All that pertains to us. Y'all said amen at the perfect time. Because who he predestinated, us. Then what did he do? He called us. And then whom he called, what did he do? He justified us. See, we justified in Christ, not in ourselves. And whom he justified, then what he did? He glorified us. Amen. All that pertains to us, saints of God. Look at verse 31. It says, what shall we say then? Say to thee, it says, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? We were made in his image. It's confirmation. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I don't know anything that can come against us and win. We can't lose battles in Christ. Oh, you got to get that in your spirit. Even when they killed him, he won. Think about that. Amen. Matter of fact, we all won. <laughs> we were made in his image and likeness, saints. Let's do one more. Amen. Made in his image. Turn to James chapter 3. Look at this truth right here. James chapter 3, we're going to start with verse 8. It says, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. <laughs> Y'all hear this say to God. We can't tame our own tongue. Say amen to that. That's why we need God. Amen. See, the tongue is unruly. It's evil. It's full of deadly poison. Without Christ. Amen. It'll say whatever it want to say. It's unruly. You all know. You don't tell me what to say. You all know how that go. Say what I want to say. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You all know what I say, though, right? I got to say, I do what he tell me to do. Come on. And I'll say what he tell me to say. Amen. That's what I do. Thank you, Jesus. Because my tongue, I know, is unruly. In Christ, though, you say what God tell you to say. See, we need Christ to tame the tongue. Man can't tame it. That's what it's telling us. So when you go off and you flip off at the mouth and go, just know you, you can't tame your tongue. Amen. You got to say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. It then went off. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at verse 9. Saints. It says, therewith bless we God, even the Father, 
and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. How are we made? That's our punchline right there. After the similitude, the similarity of God in his image and likeness. So we take our tongues and bless God. And with the same tongue, we curse men. Say, that ain't right, saints. That's not right. <laughs> well, because here's the punchline. Man is made after, after the similitude of God. Similar to God. How can you praise God and curse each other? That's what the scripture is telling us. <laughs> we are made in his image and his likeness, saints of God. That's what we confirm it right here, right? So let's, let's look at verse 10. It says, out of the same mouth proceeded blessing, come on, and cursing. Out of the same mouth. My brethren, these things are not to be. I told y'all that wasn't right, right? <laughs> we praise God and curse men who were made in the image of God. Say amen to that. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's what we got to watch. But man, saints, but man in his rational life, he was like God in that he could reason and had intellect, will, and emotion. That's before the fall. Amen. And that's in his rational life. Now, in, in the moral sense of man, he was like God because he was good and sinless before he failed. Amen. Trying to show you, he made us in his image and in his likeness. So here we have man, the, the crowning point of creation, saints. A living human was made in God's image to rule creation. You know what that scripture said? And this happened on the sixth day. All right, let's continue. So let's go back to Genesis 1. And now we're going to look at verse 27. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him he, and created he him. So he created he him. Male and female created he them. Now, this is a real controversial one right here. Because <laughs> we just looked at so much confirmation that God created man in his own image. We know that, right? But I want you to notice this scripture says, male and female created he them. Right? <laughs> but this, in this passage right here, this is not where he created the woman. He created the woman in Genesis 2. But, but right here in Genesis 1, he said he created this male, this man, both male and female. <laughs> oh, Y'all got to read this. No, the Bible is really not to be read. You know what the Bible is, is meant to be? Studied. You got to study the word of God. It's not like any other book where you can just pick up and read the book and the word of God has to be studied. You say, what did you just say? God created man. He was both male and female. <laughs> well, I'm not going there today. I'm not going to get into detail, but I will soon. I can't wait till God let me reveal some real truth to you in that area. But that's another message for another day. Amen. Amen. But I will say this, because today we're talking about the number six. That's what we, we're really talking about. But I will say this, because the devil is a liar, and I don't want him to confuse you. You walk out of here and say, he said, God made man male and female. That's what that scripture said. But we know 
Later on, God took the woman out of the man. Remember, he put him, he put the man to sleep. And he took the man's rib and he created a woman. He took that woman out of that man for a reason. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) You know, like us acting certain ways, thanks to God. Thank you, Jesus. Man running around talking about he's a woman is a dangerous thing. Amen. But today, you know what Satan is trying to do? Because, you know, he's opposite God, right? So God took the woman out of the man. What is Satan trying to do? Put the woman right back in the man. Amen. He knows it's dangerous. Satan does the opposite of God. He's a liar. He's the author of confusion. Amen. All right, let's move on. Look at verse 28. And God blessed them. (laughs) And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. He was talking to them, but it was only one. (laughs) Amen. Look at verse 29. And God said, behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me. So God said, I gave you all these herbs bearing seed and fruit and tree yielding seeds. I gave all that to y'all for food. Amen? Look at verse 30. And to every beast of the earth and to every fowl of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for me, and it was so. So if God had given everything that creeped on the earth and had life, green herbs for meat, to eat for food. So when did we start eating all these animals? (laughs) That's the question. (laughs) Oh, when God showed me this, it blew my mind. When did we start eating all these animals? When we became like animals. When we disobeyed God. (laughs) When When man failed. See, in flesh, we're more of an animal state than a God state in this flesh. <laughs> and in the animal kingdom, y'all know the rule, the strong survive. It may kill or be killed. It's the animal mentality. The big ones eat the smaller ones. Amen? <laughs> we wasn't made like that when we were in his image originally. But when man fell, we became like that. <laughs> we marred that perfect image. Thank you, Jesus. When when he made us, we were better than good. That's what the scripture says. Let's look at verse 31. Let's look at the punchline. Verse 31 says this. And God saw everything that he made, and behold, it was what, saints? Very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. That's what we're talking about. How God created man on that sixth day and all this other creation, too. So we're God's six-day creation and very good in him. Amen? Amen. Along with all the other creation, birds and creeping things on the earth, all these I just read happened on the sixth day. But I showed you all that because we're talking about the number six, which is the number of man created on the sixth day and creation as well. Right? 
But while we were talking numbers in the Hebrew language, again, every letter is represented by a number. Hebrew letters have a numeric value. And also when you say something three times in the Hebrew language, that's like the ultimate saints. That's like the most holy when you say it three times. Amen. That's why when we're looking for truth, the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. See, remember, remember when Jesus walked this earth, they were speaking Hebrew. And our Bible was transferred from the Hebrew language to the English, English language so we can understand it. But sometimes true meaning of words can get lost in that translation. That's why you got to study the Bible. You can't read. The Bible will confirm itself. You see how I showed you two or three different places where it said we were made in his image. We were made in a similar tool, similar to him. Amen. Why would you praise God and curse man who's similar to him, made in his image? So I read all of that because it's three times that makes it ultimate, holy. Amen. The angels around the throne of God said, holy, holy, holy. Constantly. Why did they say it three times, saints? Amen. Can they just say, holy God? Holy, they say, holy, holy, holy. Because when you say it three times in the Hebrew language, it's like the most holy. That's like the ultimate. Amen. I want you all to see that. Oh, thank you, Jesus. They were worshiping God Almighty, saints. <laughs> let, me, let me show that one to you. Turn quickly to Revelation chapter 4. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and let's look at verse 8. It says, and the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within. <laughs> it's just an angels now. They had, they had six wings, and they had, they had eyes all in them. And they rest not day and night, saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was, come on, y'all, and is, and is to come. <laughs> Three kinds, constantly, day and night. These angels, the four beasts, he calls them, with the six wings, worshiping God, holy, 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 day and night. And remember, if you say something three times in the, in the Hebrew language, it's the ultimate. And they didn't rest. This scripture said they was doing it day and night. Holy, holy, holy. Uh, we think we know how to praise God, right? <laughs> they do it this day and night, saints. But again, we're talking about the number six. The number six is the number of men. Amen? The number of creation also. But the number six is related to man and human weakness as well. This is what I want to show you all today. The evils of the devil and the manifestation of sin. All is related to the number six. See, six come before seven, right? Seven, we know, means completeness, perfection in the Bible, right? Well, six comes before that. It's associated, and then seven is associated with the divine. But six is incomplete, amen? And three sixes, it means extremely incomplete. Remember, if you say something three times, in Revelation, that's the mark of the beast. What is it? Six? Six. <laughs> Amen. See, the dragon and his beasts are profoundly incomplete saints. 
They're deficient. Amen. 666. Six, six. We're going to look at that. Let's look at this real quick. Revelation, go to verse chapter 13. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. We're talking about the number six today. Amen. The mark of the beast. See, this needs to be talked about because we are in those last days. Amen. And it was talking about how we're going to take that mark of that beast. Well, we need to know what that is. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because we don't want to take it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So we're in Revelation 13, right? Look at verse 16. It says, and he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Notice the location of these marks now. Right hand or forehead, right? Verse 17 says, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had, him, had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So buying and selling, saints of God, that's completely physical. It doesn't have a spiritual value. Amen. Amen. But it's saying we're going to stop you from doing some physical things unless you have this mark. That's what it's saying, right? But look at verse 18 said, here is wisdom. We want to hear this. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of man, which is six. And his number is six hundred, three score, and six. So the beast is six, six, six. You know what six, six, six equals really? It's, it's just all earth. It's all physicality. See, it breaks the connection between heaven and earth. That's what Satan doesn't want us to have a connection with heaven. Last week, we talked about living from heaven to earth. He don't want you to do none of that. Amen. He wants you to be on this. Amen. Six, strictly earthly. Amen. Apart from heaven. Completely physical. <laughs> That's why it's called a mark of the beast. Man without God is an animal is a beast. Amen. Profoundly deficient, saints. Departed, depending on himself. That's what we are without God. Incomplete. Amen. Say, why are they acting like animals? Because they don't have any God. <laughs> if you're a man without God, is an animal. Amen. Who was that man? It was a king or something that was, that was so high and mighty. And God had to humble him. He ended up being a beast, an animal. No God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. What sets man apart from the animals is that God breathed in us that breath of life. And we have a soul. Amen. But Satan wants to bring us down. He wants to disconnect us from God. Now we act like animals. Animals are not concerned with their eternal destiny. They're not thinking, are we going to be with God? Animals don't think it's everything is physical. Things don't last long. <laughs> Praise God. Man without God is animal saints, like a beast. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 666 is the number of the beast. 
the number of man, man without God is beast. Amen. But 666 equals physical wealth or monetary. Amen. It becomes the focus of one's life. It's living earth to heaven. Amen. And it's really not pointing at heaven at all. It's just living earthly, really. <laughs> you know what led King Solomon away? He had all them physical riches. He was the richest man in the Bible. God said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you so. King, but what led him away from God was that mark of the beast. Amen. He was so rich and so in, 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 in resources and all that. He didn't have time for God. Amen. But he realized at the end. Because what did King Solomon say in the end? It's all vanity. It's all vanity. I got tricked by all vanity. Say amen to that. Cameron, don't let all vanity trick you. Amen. Don't get tricked with things. Huh? We can enjoy things, but we, we, we really conscious about our relationship with God. That's what you want to focus on. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because these are some times where they coming at our youth. Amen. With all this foolishness. You know, you go to school and you're talking about, well, you can be a woman if you want to. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Cam, like, what? <laughs> right. When you hear that, that's what you, that's the look you give them. No, no, no. I was made in the image and the likeness of God. He made me a man. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We don't take the mark of the beast. Satan wants to bring us down to the level that we are nothing more than animals. <laughs> and animals have no soul. They only focus on physical needs, saints. Huh? Looks, money, appearance, all those things. It's all they care about. <laughs> Amen. Walking after the flesh. Complete physicality. Disconnected from spirituality. Oh, y'all should see some folks in this one. Amen. Man acting like animals. Amen. The 666 mark of the beast on your right hand or your forehead. Now, you know what? It says your hand or your right hand. Because you're putting them to working toward everything that's just physical. That's why I think that's, that, that, that mark is they say in your hand and your forehead because that's all you're thinking about. <laughs> Amen. I'm thinking about what I can do, how I can gain more, how I can have more. Everything is physical and nothing is not feeding my spirit at all. Led by the flesh. Amen. Please don't take the mark of the beast, saints of God. I just brought you all this word today to tell you, whatever you do, don't take the mark of the beast. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for revealing this number six to us. The number of man, the number of creation, the number that lacks spirituality and is all physicality, which is the mark of the beast, 666. Oh, Lord, we know you more than ever. Oh, we need you more than ever in these times, Lord. There's no disconnect. We trust you. We depend on you. We need you. We don't want to live like animals. We want to live our lives in you, Lord Jesus. We want that number seven, completeness and perfection. Being led by your spirit, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Let's give God a shout of hallelujah.
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus.